0: And now chewing the fat with Jeff Fisher. So I was looking at this, uh, headline 10 foods we lost in 2022. And I thought we lost foods in 2022. Well, uh, it starts off with the McRib. Yeah. I'm not too bummed about that. The Burger King Chuck King sandwich. <laughs> uh, I thought that was supposed to be a permanent thing. I guess not. I thought, I think it's gone. Chili's original chicken crispers. Oh, no. Now, apparently, there's a little delineation between them. So, the original chicken crispers feature a tempura-like batter on them. And they're different from the crispy chicken crispers, which have a craggy and crunchy crust. The crispers are still on the menu. So, it was just the the ones called the original chicken crispers gone at Chili's I know I know dry your eyes I apparently the Duncan veggie egg white is now no longer on the menu very disappointing Coca-Cola discontinued honest tea I don't know oh uh, the big one was Choco Taco yeah very disappointing that the Choco Taco went away. McDonald's Egg White Delight, the Egg White Delight McMuffin. Oh, man. Uh, that started way... That you know, was a number of years old, so apparently uh, that has been discontinued. Wow. I don't know what I'm going to do. Uh, yeah, the McRib. We mentioned the m- McRib gone. Snackwell's cookies. What? The fat-free Snackwell's? Oh, no. They're gone? I don't know that I do that. I was hooked on those for a while. <laughs> I was hooked on those for a while. The Fat Free Snack Wells. I guess the website said, uh, hey, uh, the brand is now retired. It also encourages local customers to buy up skinny girl diet food products instead. And while we never got a clarification on why the company made this decision, uh, the Devil's Food Cake cookies are gone. Have a nice day. Wow, Snackwells. I was hooked on those Devil's Food Snackwell cookies for a, for quite a while, <laughs> for quite a while. Subway, very sad, rest in peace. Subway, we lost them. This should be on a Who Died Today segment. Subway's oven-roasted chicken breast, oh no, is gone. Garn the luck. The only one I so far, the Wendy's Big Bacon Cheddar Burger, gone, oh no. That's very sad. So the cheddar bun and the use of two different kinds of cheeses on the burger itself, I guess was supposed to be for a limited time and it is now that limited time is over. So the only one that I'm really kind of sad about is the Snackwell cookies. I haven't had them in a long time, but I was hooked on them for quite some time. And knowing that they're now discontinued and gone makes me sad. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. Well, as long as we're talking about food. I see where one of the biggest growing industries, I'm told, is uh, selling foods that are outdated and short-dated items. Apparently, there's a place in uh, Chicago that is uh, opening continental sales, and that's what they sell was outdated and short dated items people are switching to cheaper brands that's just not enough we need to get even cheaper bills because food prices are so high so outdated foods are those past their expiration dates while short dated foods have a short window usually about 30 days or less with no expiration pretty interesting now you know you can always take a look at the common phrases best If used by slash before, that date indicates when a product will be the best flavor or quality. It's not the purchase or safety date. The sell by date tells the stores how long to display the product for sale for inventory management. It's not a safety date. Use by date is the last date recommended for the use of the product while at peak quality. Not a safety date freeze by date indicates when a product should be frozen to maintain peak quality it's not a purchase or safety date interesting now i remember working at the grocery store you know a lot of times and this is (laughs) i told you when i when i worked in the dairy department cheese would go moldy and how you make extra money at the grocery store in the dairy departments and i don't see it anymore so guess it's long gone but you would just cut the mold off and rewrap it and mark it down and sell it and people the old folks the old folks back then uh the old folks back then would just buy the markdown cheese because it's still good the cheese is still good you've cut away the mold uh you know i don't know that's how they make cheese i don't know if you know that (laughs) so we would sell that when i worked in the produce department we had markdown racks uh and at one point when i took over a couple of produce departments a hundred years ago uh They had, uh, you know, they'd have three, four, five, six marked down racks back at the back by the produce door. And people weren't buying the fresh produce. They were just buying the marked down produce. And so I pulled it all off. That's how I made money in my produce department and made people angry. I just stopped selling marked down produce. And I said, no, you need to buy it from the rack. Uh, there's no more marked down produce. And then... You get people used to buying from the regular produce rack, the fresh produce, and then you can start wheeling out markdown items again, you know, like a rack a day of markdown products so that you make extra money for your departments, but there you're not taking away from the sales on uh, the fresh produce. But it's really strange that that's becoming a big thing again, right? And it's funny that that's becoming a big thing again. I don't know, with the prices of everything going through the roof. I mean, according to this, Forty uh, percent of hundred and eight billion pounds of food is wasted in the United States each year. Mm, okay, uh, I feel like that's an inflated number, but it you know it's possible that that's correct. Um, so according to Refed, a nonprofit dedicated to ending food loss and waste. Okay, that's their numbers. The organization said half the food thrown out by stores is because they're worried they can't sell past its use-by, best-by, or sell-by dates. Yeah, uh, that's actually true, and it's cheaper for the store uh, just to take the loss and throw it out. But instead of tossing these items, they're increasingly being bought by retailers such as continental sales to sell at di- di- discount. So what the store is doing now is what we used to do in specific departments. They're taking the product, they're getting, I don't know if the companies are giving the money back or not to the stores, but then you know, they sell the stores and make extra money for the stores. I mean, that's pretty incredible and it's not that bad of a deal, right? So these people are, you know they're saying, oh, traditionally that's low income people. Yeah, uh, look around. Uh, we're all low income people now. Okay. I know you like to shop at Kroger and Albertsons and Publix and Winn-Dixie and Walmart. But uh, according to this poll, uh, Wallet Hub poll, 68% of Americans said they have felt the biggest impact on inflation in their monthly grocery expenses. Yeah, go shopping, just walk just walk the grocery store aisles and you'll see that if a product is on the shelf it's a lot more expensive now even the product that's missing still has a price tag that's more expensive than what it was uh even last week at some point uh it's just a metal just amazing but uh, according to remember we talked about the one kitchen that sells everything right they don't sell expired foods but they they use everything and like they would use Uh, overripe bananas to make banana bread and then they would sell the banana bread right so that nothing is wasted so if you're one of the people and sometimes sometimes the food isn't as good you know you're used to fresh and crunchy and if you've reached a certain you know past the use by or sell by date and it's been in your pantry for a long time that's why you need to rotate things in your pantry uh and oh man i am so good at that (laughs) (laughs) not uh my my wife is very good at that uh you need to rotate that stuff because it loses its crunchiness right it's still good uh still food and you know you'd feel bad you don't want to throw it out you want to eat it but it's not like the fresh stuff but it's still good so i guess according to this 80 percent of americans prematurely discard food I don't and they claim here that it's due to confusion over date labels eh, I don't know about that uh, I think uh, confusion over uh, that doesn't look like it's good anymore okay I know it's supposed to pass the test right the safe test which hey, hello I there's spoilage is evident throw it out get rid of it uh, when in doubt throw it out that's uh, that's a motto you could use for a lot of things. But customers, according to this, need to understand that dates applied to food are for quality and not for safety. So something to think about when you're taking a look at your pantry this year. Or you're one of the people that are thinking about charging your family for Christmas dinner. (laughs) Uh, Good luck keeping your family. Uh, I know they were talking about some families charging their loved ones like 20 bucks for the Christmas dinner. No, thanks. Uh, if you need some help, you know, let me know what to bring. You know, I'll bring some jello, I'll bring some pudding. I'll buy you the potatoes. I'll bring the buns. I'll bring the dessert, whatever. I'm in. I'm in for that kind of thing. That's what family is supposed to do. But if you're you're not really a family, if you're saying, "Well, we'd love to have you over for Christmas, but it's going to be 2025 20, bucks ahead. Food prices are really high and we've got to have the power on and you know, it's Christmas and we bought some presents. So we're going to need to have you just throw 20 bucks into the pot. No, thanks. Uh, I don't know why that seems wrong. Uh, maybe it's not. Maybe it's the same as if I were to go out and purchase the items myself and bring it to the party. I, I just, I feel like that's a that's a slap in the face. Maybe it's just me. All right, let's go to the break room. <laughs> I need something cold to drink. Desperately. <laughs> Congratulations are in order to Mariah Carey As uh, her All I Want for Christmas is... Tops on the charts I know All I want for Christmas is you Mariah Carey (laughs) Welcome to CTF Christmas Here's Mariah Carey All I want for Christmas is you the number one spot on the Billboard Hot 100 Songs chart this week for the fourth year in a row. Uh, I love that song, and it's amazing how, you know, we're in the smack dab in the Christmas season, and four years in a row, it's back on the charts at number one. Picking up a pair to number one <laughs> uh, Mariah Carey. All I Want for Christmas is You. It was originally released in uh, 1994. Uh, you know, and look, Christmas. Uh, radio stations christmas music uh, are so big and now you don't even need that right you just download your christmas songs or listen to whatever streaming service you have and you can make your own playlist so amazing that it's uh back at number one the hot 100 song list right now the hot 100 december 17th 2022 all i want for christmas is you mariah carey Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree, Brenda Lee. Jingle Bell Rock, Bobby Helms. A Holly Jolly Christmas, Burl Ives. Wow. Creepin', Metro Boomin', The Weeknd, and 21 Savage. Antihero, Taylor Swift. Anna Holy, Sam Smith and Kim Petras. Superhero, Heroes and Villains, Metro Boomin', Future and Chris Brown. Last Christmas, Wham! (laughs) And Rich Flex, drake and 21 savage and those are your top 10 uh, for this week on the billboard hot 100. speaking of a superman i see where henry cavill uh has now been fired as superman by the new dc bosses so we just got the video on his instagram not long ago saying hey i'm back uh i have agreed i'm gonna be superman no problem love you uh he did it in his english accent Well, he just posted a letter on his Instagram uh, last night, for those of you listening live. It is uh, Thursday, 12, 15, 2022. So on Wednesday, he posted on his Instagram, after uh, being told by the studio to announce my return back in October prior to their hire, this news isn't the easiest, but that's life. The changing of the guard is something that happens. I respect that. James and Peter have a universe to build. I wish them and all involved, with the new universe, the best of luck, and the happiest of fortunes. I just had a meeting with James Gunn and Peter Saffron, and it's sad news, everyone. I will, after all, not be returning as Superman. Oh, no. Oh, no. So, we gave Henry the boot? Uh, I don't know. I guess they have some other plan for Superman now, another timeline? And so it's uh, done with Henry. Have a nice day. Uh, according to them, we had a great meeting with Henry. And we're big fans. And we talked about a number of exciting possibilities to work together in the future. Did you? <laughs> Are ya? Is it? No, I don't think so. I think it's Henry. We love you. I mean, I thought The Rock was fighting to get him to be Superman all over again. That was part of the deal, right? The Black Adam deal. We're getting Henry back as Superman. Really weird. Really weird. So anyway, Henry Cavill out as Superman. But there is a new show on TLC. I saw them post, uh, promote it on their Twitter account, TLC Network at TLC. Welcome to hashtag MILF. M-I-L-F M-A-N-O-R Eight hot moms leave home for the chance to find love with men half their age. But they're greeted with a shocking twist. Premiering January 15th at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central on TLC. (laughs) Now, first of all, let's, uh, well, let's hear the, uh, Let's hear the teaser first.
1: Oh, yeah. My wife
0: has given me some curveballs. I think it's my time to find love.
1: There she goes. I've been
0: married for 14 years. But I want to get a chance to do me a little. Nice young tats. have much more energy. They think out of the box. Showing I the hot that. young guys. Especially in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh yeah I am in this amazing beautiful mansion here in Mexico This is a perfect place to find love Oh yeah Welcome no to the villa. You're about to embark on a dating experience like none other oh. let oh. I have an extremely high libido Is that too much saying I have an extremely high libido? Should I just have said a high libido? Uh, maybe oh, ladies, she, yeah, she's almost cuts the clown face man Ready to Eight connect with hot somebody. moms. I don't really care how old I am. I'm just looking to have fun. Eight younger men. Here we go. What the hell? It just got real. Ah, no matter. It just got real. Now, what could the shocking twist be? Could it be... That the eight hot men are their sons? <laughs> I don't know. I could be wrong. <laughs> oh, Milf Manor. Now, if that were men, come on. How isn't that uh, the date? What's the what's the stupid show? I mean there's a bunch of them but you know The Bachelor and Love is Blind and there's a there's a few that I see around but it just feels like if there were uh, you know eight seasoned men at Bidness Island uh, you know with eight I mean, it just alright I'll stop Bidness Island what am I Jeffrey Epstein no look forward to uh, Milf Manor on TLC premiering January 15th. I just can't bring myself to... I finish Harry and Meghan on Netflix. You know, I started it and then I stopped it. I know they claim a record 81 million viewing hours in its debut week. Good for them. I mean, whatever. Good for them. I just can't bring myself. I've started it and then I stop it because I get... You know, I'm like, oh no. I, I don't know that I can sit through all of this. I mean... I dealt with it while it was going on, and now this is you know that's what makes it this so cool is it's their perspective, but their perspective is kind of b s and uh, so I know that uh you know they claim the people were happy to lie and protect William and his dad. Now they're talking about uh you know and the the there was a report. That uh, they would comment, they were going to change their way they dealt with it there as, as the Royals. But uh, now uh, people keep asking about uh, the Harry and Meghan and the Harry and Meghan, and they claim we're not commenting. Okay, we're not going to comment about that BS. So I'll get to it, and we'll you know we'll dive back into it a little bit. But it just kind of, I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. I love the royal. I love the whole thing. The whole thing but i just every time i start to play it i'm like oh man i just can't so i'll try to get to it as soon as i can okay back off me okay as i'm sure you're aware uh, every year the librarian of congress names 25 motion pictures that are at least 10 years old and register as culturally historically and aesthetically significant and this year is no doing no different films have become central to americans culture by helping tell our national story for more than 125 years and they're proud to add 25 more films by a group of vibrant and diverse filmmakers to the national film registry as we preserve our cinematic heritage <laughs> that was carla hayden the librarian of congress Uh, We're grateful to the entire film community for collaborating with the Library of Congress to ensure these films are preserved for the future. What movies did we choose for the 2022 National Film Registry? Mardi Gras, Carnival, 1898. Man, you want to talk about a blockbuster. Cab Calloway, Home Movies, 1948-1951. Cyrano de Bergiac. 1950 Charade 1963 Scorpio Rising from 1963 Behind Every Good Man 1967 Titty Cut Follies 1967 Mingus 1968 Manzanar 1791 Betty T. L's Her Story 1972 I think that's just spaced wrong like they actually it's just Betty tells her story 1972 they have a space between the t and the ells Intel's. i'm sure that's just a typo uh superfly 1972 classic attica 1974 classic carrie 1976 now we're getting into some classics i mean i know that mardi gras carnival 1898 is a classic but it is (laughs) uh you know we'll see anyway uh union maids 1976 word is out stories of our lives 1977 bush mama 1979 the ballad of uh, giorgio cortez 1982 item hakim Hoplet, 1984 who hasn't seen that one hairspray 1988 the little mermaid 1989 Tongues on Tide, 1989, When Harry Met Sally, 1989, House Party, 1990, Iron Man, 2008, and Pariah, 2011. Those are your, those are your selections for the 2022 National Film Registry at the Library of Congress. Congratulations. Congratulations! In particular, I mean, when you think of huge movies like Iron Man, you also think of Mardi Gras Carnival 1898. Duh! all right well who died today who died today ronnie turner son of tina turner has passed away from colon cancer at the age of 62. now he had survived a previous cancer diagnosis and was found struggling to breathe outside his los angeles home on thursday and they Tried to give him CPR, and they ultimately failed, and he was pronounced dead at the scene. Um, They've, you know, Tina's had some problems. Her other son killed himself. Uh, And then I know uh, one of her sons said that Tina had all but abandoned her kids after the move overseas, because she uh, married uh, Bach, and she's got like some $68 million estate overlooking Lake Zurich. She's okay. The uh, <laughs> She's okay. She's uh, married to uh, the German music producer, uh, Erwin Bach. So, I mean, Tina's doing okay. And she's doing okay on her own, let alone what hubby is pulling down. But my favorite quote from Ike Jr., uh, her adopted son, uh, said that, uh, well, we're estranged, but uh, she's all but abandoned her kids when she moved overseas. Although he later said, "But we're looked after financially," so she really didn't abandon. She just said, "I don't want to talk to you here. I'm just going to give you money and go away." So, Tina, if you're looking for, <laughs> I mean, if you're looking for a kid that you need to take care of, I'm here for you. <laughs> you can email me chewingthefatattheblaze.com. You can direct message me on Instagram or Facebook, Jeff Fisher Radio. Uh, you know what uh, if you order a cameo from me at Jeffy JeffyJFR I usually charge for you Tina Turner I won't charge okay I promise to give you a free cameo if Tina Turner needs looking for a new kid because uh, I'm willing to be looked after financially <laughs> uh, okay uh, anyway uh, Ronnie Turner dead at the age of 62 Steven Twitch boss the dj from ellen the dancer you remember from ellen degeneres dead at the age of 40 he has died by suicide very sad we've all been touched by suicide in one way or another and it is not fun you can quote me on that uh you know they show videos of uh twitch dancing with his wife a Uh, that was like one of his last videos it was their anniversary a few days before I mean depression knows no bounds but uh, very sad Um, Steven twitch boss dead at the age of 40 there if you are suffering from depression or feel like you need to talk to someone about uh, suicide or you're contemplating it you can call the national suicide prevention lifeline at 988 you can text go to 741741 to reach a trained crisis counselor through crisis text line which is a global not for profit organization 24/7 free and confidential so uh if you need help get it okay please nobody wants to the world is not going to be a better place with you not in it and i know a lot of people feel that way but it uh it's not it just is not going to be at a better place with you not in it and you taking your own life it's just it's very very sad okay so uh stephen i know that was t- stephen twitch i already told you he's dead at uh, 40 years old uh, also thomas Louden jr has passed away and not only passed away we put him to death uh, by lethal injection uh, at the Mississippi State Penitentiary. He is dead at 58 years of age. He died at 6.12 p.m., according to the Corrections Commissioner Burl Kane. The execution had no problems and went as expected. I'd like to express to the Gray family and anyone else I hurt how deeply remorseful I am for everything I did, I know these mere words mean nothing and cannot erase the damage I did for the last 20 years. I've tried to do a good deed every single day to make up for the life I took from this world. If nothing else, I hope you get peace and closure. At the end, he said the words, I love you, in Japanese, according to Deputy Commissioner Jaworski Mallet. <laughs> Uh, okay, so in June of 2000, uh, Loden, a Marine Corps recruiter, kidnapped a 16-year-old waitress, Lisa Gray, and sexually assaulted her for hours in his car before killing her. Very, very sad. And we, uh, we put him to death uh, yesterday. As a matter of fact, for those listening live, on the 14th of December 2022, he was put to death. Thomas Loden Jr., dead at 58 years of age. His last meal, which I am I love hearing about their last meal uh, for these uh, executions, was uh, fried pork chops, fried okra, a baked potato, and biscuits. Okay. Dessert was peach cobbler with French vanilla ice cream and a Lipton sweet tea for drink. And I don't know why that fascinates me so much. It just does uh, because I don't know. I mean, after if you spent, you know, twenty or thirty years on death row, uh, would your last meal be fried pork chops, fried okra, baked sweet potato, and biscuits? Maybe. I mean, I don't know. Peach cobbler with French vanilla ice cream and Lipton sweet tea. Maybe. I guess. Uh, you know. I. I don't know. I feel like the answer for me would be. No, (laughs) Uh, but I know that you know they were trying to stop this execution, and they're trying to stop all executions. And uh, the Mississippi was like, uh, "No, he's uh, he's going down." So uh, Thomas Loden Jr. dead at 58 years of age we also have an update on the journalist grant wall who was in our who died to segment uh i don't know he's been in our who died today segment and apparently uh i want to say for those of you that were trying to say that it had anything to do with the COVID vaccination uh, like his brother did, <laughs> uh, or that it was possible foul play because he stood up for gay rights. Uh, how about you shut your face? Okay. Because uh, Wall's brother uh, said that initially and publicly. And uh, now he says, hey, 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 nope, sorry. Uh, that's not the case. Wait, what? You don't believe that? Yeah, no. Uh, an autopsy showed that an aneurysm in his heart was responsible for his death. So shut your mouth. It had nothing to do with the COVID vaccines, okay? It had nothing to do with his uh, standing up for gay rights in Qatar, okay? All right, so shut your mouth. Now he's still dead at the age of 48 years and it's very sad, rest in peace, Grand Wall, but it had nothing to do with the covid vaccine or no sneaky little behind the scenes uh death because of his standing up for gay rights so back off oh and uh, the world cup is uh, gonna happen i told you it was probably you know i would make a bet that it was going to be france versus argentina and that's exactly what it is so this sunday the world cup final will be played against france and argentina that's just huge when you see the news of the one uh, gary linker uh, l-i-n-e-k-e-r commenting about how america is an extraordinarily racist country uh, they're talking to him he's over in qatar uh, and he has talked about how the World Cup and specifically guitars, you know, the corruption and all that's going on. But he's being interviewed here on a show called The News Agents, which is tremendous. And I believe the lady that's he is, uh, that's interviewing him is this uh, Emily Matlis, Maitlis, M-A-I-T-L-I-S. Uh, she's one of the news agents and uh, it's part of the uh, global platform they were over at the bbc for a long time anyway uh they're talking to uh, gary about the world cup and in this interview this minute 40 interview he mentions oh, we're off to america in four years and of course we can't just be off the hook okay it can't be man we're glad to not have it in guitar well we're going to be in the americas nope we can't do that last time you were on um You hadn't gone out there. We were talking about your sense of Qatar hosting it. And all the things. All the questions. All the questions that were really uncomfortable surrounding the Qatari bid and the way the stadiums were built and their attitude to LGBT rights. You've been out there a month. I'm wondering if you've sort of. Changed, maybe a change or yeah, maybe. How do you think it's no, gone? Um, well, it's just not about me. It's just um, we pointed facts out at the beginning of the time Oh, and those okay. Remain. So, um, you know, lots of people were, were killed in doing the yes, stadiums. Yes, were. Yes, the stadiums are extraordinary. Uh, most beautiful ones probably I've ever a seat. Um, but but a great price. Um, so, you know, homophobia is an issue here. Um, a <laughs> dad. Are a little bit of an issue here. Yeah. And, um, for me, it was always really more about the corruption side of it because, oh. as I said previously, I mean, pretty much every country, including our own, has got issues. And we're off to America in four years' time uh, with Canada and Mexico, but obviously America's an extraordinarily racist country. Obviously. So um, there's always issues, but it, it was more the fact that we have just pointed out a few facts, and, and particularly the, uh, the aspects of it been so corrupt that he said it was going to be in the summer and then it was in the winter but yeah it's um, funny how that worked yeah. out so i don't think anything's um, particularly changed Did, no nothing has changed nothing has so changed true. don't even worry about it nothing has changed listen everything is fine now i'm still a little angry that you know they killed a bunch of people and used slave labor if essentially slave labor to build these beautiful stadiums i'm still a little mad about that and the corruption behind having it in Qatar Uh, you know that was that's still that's still an issue but uh, hey we're off to the Americas we're off to the Americas uh, here and well it should be every four years but it's actually three and a half years or less because we had to move the timeline of having the World Cup in Qatar because it was uh, they didn't want to have it in the summer because it would be too damn hot so they moved it to the winter which then now keeps the World Cup uh, coming to the Americas in the next uh, three and a half years anyway whatever uh, I digress uh, so uh, they're off to see off to America in four years time and America is obviously an extraordinarily racist country is it is it though is it I know our president is out and about apologizing more for our racist history and I cannot tell you how angry that makes me because we are not even close to being the racist country that they are that, that we're portrayed as and it just we've been over it before uh, we've been over it before but I honestly I honestly in my heart believed that when Barack Obama was elected president of the United States of America, that was our chance to lead the world and show that we can come together as a nation. And instead, he decided that it was better to just divide the country. And it worked. And it's continuing to work. And it's very, very sad. But as the sports analysis ex-footballer from the United Kingdom uh, Gary Linker said uh, you know America is the extraordinarily racist country is it Gary is it So there's a couple of changes to some internet groups. So YouTube is rolling out automated content moderation bots to issue warnings, 24-hour bans for negative behavior by users in video comments. So that's special. Uh, Apple may allow outside app stores in a major reversal, and we'll see if that actually happens. Uh, they're preparing to permit downloads of apps on its devices without going through the company's App Store. Now, this is only going to happen in Europe uh, where they, I guess, have to comply with strict EU regulations, but I don't know that it's going to be applied anywhere or other jurisdictions. We shall see. Um, you know, th- there's plenty of other apps out there that would like to be uh, downloaded on Apple devices that don't want to pay the Apple fees that you have to pay by using the Apple App Store. So... We'll see if that actually happens uh verizon wants you to uh get a hold of their new verizon plus play uh account uh they, they want it's a customer it's a way for you to manage your streaming service subscriptions all in one place oh so Amazon's Prime Video channels and Roku is the latest evolution of the streaming world. So, if you're a Verizon customer, you can subscribe to services, and I, I guess you have to be a Verizon customer to do this. Uh, you are you're going to be able to subscribe to services like NFL Plus, HBO Max, Peloton, uh, Duolingo, and others through the Plus Play site, and have them rolled into their existing phone or internet bill. And so you get to subscribe to the service through the hub right now. Uh, you'll get a free year of Netflix, which is uh, and it's a premium tier of 19.99. Okay, so according to them, I mean most people are struggling uh, multiple streaming subscriptions. Sixty percent, they said, have they have at least four in a recent JD power survey streaming services for oh yeah we got way more than four still it's hard out there for streamers as at last year they spent exorbitant amounts of money on content to lure subscribers in but with growth slowing this year yeah it's coming time that uh, you know people are going to uh, cut back because times are tough so you're gonna have to decide which streaming services are worth the money and which you what which ones you use right what what they're worth and i would like to be able to pick and choose like if there's a show i would like to watch on a particular platform instead of having to uh you know subscribe to the platform i'd like to just be able to you know download the show but uh, that's probably not gonna happen anytime soon and i see elon got butt hurt again uh he uh, the guy that um uh, Elon Jet at Elon Jet had five hundred thousand followers, uh, was created by college student Jack Sweeney. Uh Musk said uh not long ago that he would not ban the account and as as evidence of his commitment to free speech. <laughs> uh but that went away. Uh, because uh, he got butthurt and he said uh, he is, uh, let's see, what was his actual tweet on Elon Jet any account doxing real time location info of anyone will be suspended as it's a physical safety violation this includes posting links to sites with real time location info Posting locations someone traveled to on a slightly delayed basis isn't a safety problem, so it's okay. So, okay, Uh, he just stopped it. Uh, He just banned it because he's being, he claimed he's being stalked, his son is being stalked, and it's a security risk. Well, welcome to the world, Elon. I mean, I know, look, it's your deal, it's your Twitter that's fine. You, you get butt hurt and want to cancel somebody, you go ahead. It's your deal. But it seems to me that it's kind of hypocritical. Uh, from you to, oh, in evidence of free speech, we've got to let that stand. Oh, well, now he's attacking me, so I got mad and I'm going to cancel him. Um, Okay, sure. I mean, you could do that. It's just not a good look. Plus, uh, what if I tweet a picture of someone on the street somewhere? Uh, is that if I see a celebrity on the street, uh, we can't take a picture of that celebrity anymore and tweet it. I feel like, uh, I feel like I should be able to do that. I feel like that's a real thing. So what's happening? Uh, Elon expect that to, uh, be commented on for a few days and we'll see if Elon backtracks or not. I bet he doesn't though, because when Elon gets butt hurt, he stays butt hurt and it's tough to break him. You could, you could quote me on that. <laughs> when Elon gets butt hurt, uh, he usually stays butt hurt, and it's tough to break him. Uh, I love getting your emails on chewing, at chewingthefatattheblaze.com. You can continue to send them to me, like this one. Uh, this I uh, was sent an email from John. It was a nice story, uplifting. This is the kind of email I like to receive. I thought you'd like to hear about the 110 year old man who'd been smoking for a hundred years. Big Tobacco uh, found out about him, they heard about him, and sent their top representative to bring him to New York and get him on the morning news shows. He found the old man one afternoon sitting on his front porch smoking a camel. He introduced himself and asked him if he'd seen television. He answered in the affirmative, and the affirmative, so he asked him how he felt about New York City. He answered he would like to see the Big Apple someday. He then asked if he had ever been on a jetliner, and he answered no, but I'd like to take a trip someday. The uh, rep said, I'll tell you what. We go to the airport and fly you to New York and put you up in a four-star hotel. I'll pick you up at 7 a.m. tomorrow and take you to the morning TV stations and let you tell your story to America. And he immediately said no. And the rep, disappointed and didn't know why, and he asked, but why? And the old man said, wouldn't be right. I don't stop coughing till noon. (laughs) Obviously, that's a reference to my uh, wishing I was still smoking. So, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it.